Lump of flesh, always oh. eating that. Always getting the holes in my body. <laughs> Back to another episode of Pointless Discourse for myself, Apocalypse, and D-Pain. My page is loading. We're gonna open this. Ah. <laughs> uh, he is gonna. D-Matt. <laughs> That's hello slash good day and Breton. And then this week we do have a special guest, Rainbow Lightbright. Hi. <laughs> uh, and I know we usually have a typical format, but we're changing it up this week since we have another special guest, and we'll be just be talking about indie games and the experiences we've had with them and how much we've liked them. Uh, do we have any announcements, D-Pain? Um, one. Hey, listener from Hong Kong, welcome! <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, whenever we get a new listener from another country, we always say hi to them. And when it- we don't know if they ever come back, but <laughs> we we say hi. We we now have a Hong Kong listener. Well, that's awesome. Congrats. Me. We're still waiting for Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Will that be Elon Musk? <laughs> Elon, my boy. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's pretty much it. I can't think of any anything. We we gotten out of our season of craziness, so which was like August. <laughs> yeah, we we found out we were international and that was a surprise for D-Pain. D-Pain was like, we didn't have announcements this week, but we do now. <laughs> yeah. That was but, fun. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so one thing that we do when we have a guest, which uh, Rainbow, you're, you're, you're now our second guest. So. Oh, yeah. Now, now anything we do with you becomes tradition since now we've done it more than once okay <laughs> i think that's how that works or something you do once that is that people just keep saying is tradition but uh uh yeah so for anyone that who isn't familiar uh with rainbow light bright um it's i still remember how we we first met which was like very it was like very like spur the moment because <laughs> i i was doing my normal thing that i do in airports when i come home from cons uh which is wander around them because i get there way too early <laughs> and i was walking past uh the end of end of the security system the security section and I actually saw no oklahoma and we're like hey what's up and she's like oh man well rainbow life right and her husband are about to come in we're gonna get food you want to join? I'm like, I have like 20 minutes before my flight. Sure. <laughs> and we just sat down and, and met and talked. And uh, and then it was like, I just remember looking at my watch like while listening and talking to everyone. I'm like, I hope this food shows up in the next like three minutes because I got to go in five. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then after that, uh, definitely came over to the, the Mixer channels and all that stuff. But uh I guess for people who don't know who you are or anything, or this is the first time meeting you, like, I don't know, how would you, how would you introduce yourself in five words or more? Five words or more. Okay, I was gonna say five words or more or less. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if, if you have to, if you have to, you know, type it, like cut everything down. Okay, we're gonna have some issues because, well, first streamer, I don't know how to shut up, and two. <laughs> I don't even know if I can put that kind of pressure on myself, but <laughs> um, I guess I 
Well, actually, you know what? I'll go with uh, what I just put on my business card. So I am a variety creator. I'm a community cultivator um, and also a mental health advocate um, and a fundraiser. Uh, my focuses are salt, sarcasm, singing, and support. I think that wraps everything up pretty nicely. I just realized I had a whole bunch of commands that I never shut off. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta <laughs> shut these off. <laughs> We thought we, we were we, so prepared. We were goofing really hard. And then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come on, but I'm just like, I, I know if the regulars show up, they will let me know that they're here. Uh, and there, they're, they're gone. Ha ha. Take that, regulars. Um, <laughs> so yeah. another question for you, Rainbow. So uh, what games have you been playing lately? Um, lately, I've been playing a, actually a, quite a bit of different ones because I'm trying to, well, trying to address my backlog um depending on the system <laughs> i think i've pretty much given up on trying to go through most of the stuff on my xbox but i've actually been trying to do more um steam games so recently i played um spirit fair um i have been playing um oh, what's it called uh the ambassador fractured timelines which just recently came out i believe um i've been playing uh oh gosh uh <laughs> i brought myself back into smite and paladins which are usually my main bread and butter when i am at a loss of what else to play uh, <laughs> uh but i've been i've been trying to play like a few different games uh there's a couple of games that uh i think his name is Zale zalavier nelson um has been developing and uh one of the ones i actually want to try is his main game called an airport for aliens currently run by dogs if you've heard of that one before it's it's interesting um essentially you go to an airport and like just weird crazy zany things happen and i'm here for it <laughs> <laughs> um and i guess uh this is one of the things we did talk about a little bit earlier that uh this week you were part of a fundraising thing for To Write Love on... Oh, wow. Why do I always butcher their name when I'm trying to say it? To Write Love on Her Arm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Lane, do you want to... You were sharing a little bit about that and saying a week-long main campaign thing. Uh, yes. So um, To Write Love on Her Arms, or To Aloha for short, if you just want to say that. It's just easier. Uh, Aloha, but with a TW at the beginning. Uh, but I usually just do that <laughs> because I get tripped up when I do that, too. Um, so this week, um, they were... Uh, really focusing hard on a campaign for um, National Suicide Prevention um, Day and uh, World Suicide Prevention Week, I believe. Or actually, no, reverse. Reverse those two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this week, they um, really pushed hard to uh, to raise $50,000, um, I believe 10 of which um, was matched in grants, um, to continue the work that they do. Um, to provide low and no cost mental health services uh, for people who may not otherwise be able to afford it. Um, they have a find help tool on their website, which is, I believe, currently only in the US. Um, but they also work closely um, with other organizations that work worldwide. Um, I love them because they've been around, gosh, since I think uh, 20, no, no, actually, uh, 2006, 2005, 2006. Um, they're really uh, prominent on the music scene and recently have been expanding over into like the gaming and streaming space, which I think is incredibly important, especially as you know, streaming and 
and the like are, you know, gaining more momentum and traction as um, main sources of entertainment and, you know, hobbies and whatever else, um, and especially now during everything else that's going on. So very important work. Um, very excited and proud to work with them and represent them and uh, raise money to help people. Yeah. I know that we, like, me, Hop, and then we got had a, I don't know if gaggle's the right word, <laughs> but it was a <laughs> bunch of people, like, back a couple months ago. Was it April or May? I don't know. But, like, we got a whole bunch of people together and did, like, a week-long campaign of our own, just all working together. Uh, so we're, we are familiar with them, and I remember seeing them at, like, music festivals I would go to. I'm like, oh, those are cool-looking t-shirts. <laughs> and that's as far as my brain went because <laughs> I was like just graduated high school or right about to at that point. So I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, but that's neat. Like for real, guys. Uh, man, it'd probably been good to have the link in there. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's just twilola.com. Aloha, twilola. But yeah, definitely check them out. They're they're. They offer a lot of resources, and if I remember correctly from what I read a couple months ago, they they partner with a lot of different facilities to help, like with mental health and uh, and to help suicide prevention and stuff. So they they're real good. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely give them a look. They they are cool. They do real good work. Oh, they're everywhere. <laughs> yeah and for anyone listening to this uh when we have an audio format we'll be sure to have a link for you in the description below as well as a link to check a out note. rainbow uh, <laughs> note uh but yeah rainbow so uh where can people find you are you mainly on twitch or do you have other forms of social media too uh mainly on twitch but you can also find me on twitter and instagram i don't do the rest of them because well, I struggle enough trying to keep up with these, so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> All right, note has been made. <laughs> Hopefully I don't lose said note. Yeah. And we'll, we'll even say this at the end again. Uh, links to all Rainbow stuff will be down below. I say below. Well, when this gets on YouTube, that will make sense. That you have to make a note for those links. <laughs> I I am um, I have a backlog. <laughs> <laughs> a backlog of notes. Um but uh yeah, they'll be in the show notes for the podcast as well. Um Yeah. So now comes our favorite part. Oh, unless there was any more questions. Rainbow, do you have any questions for yourself that you wanna that you wanna share? I have many questions for myself, but I don't think they're appropriate to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> Do you have any answers to questions we forgot to ask? <laughs> yeah. Like, hmm. um, what are your feelings on talking food? I, I, this will make no, no sense you. for anyone that just listens to the audio. <laughs> just listen to the end when I put in the outros, guys. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah. In short, Rainbow good people. So definitely check check okay, out Rainbow thanks. and her stuff. And uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking of Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are man. you gonna push me off the seesaw? Was <laughs> no, I was just remembering watching you play Fall Guys, and I was laughing. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I don't know. I feel like Fall Guys is definitely like just one of those games that is just laughter fuel. Oh, um, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna take 
this is normally when Hop is like, now this is when we roll dice. I forget what she says, but we roll dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, for anyone unfamiliar with the format, basically we roll dice to see who gets to go first. It's because D-Pain and myself play a lot of tabletop RPGs. Essentially, we will roll what's called a d20. It's a 20-sided dice, and whoever has the highest number goes first. Um, whoever has the middle number will go middle, and whoever has the lowest will go last. Yeah, and we don't have our other special rules because we're not talking about any of our bad times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Roll for initiative. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so while we're rolling dice, one of the things that we're that's a little bit different from this if anyone's listened to our other podcast, normally we do our top two and worst two. Um, but this time, mainly because of the subject that we're talking about with indie games, um, we we love indie games, so it's just like, we're going to talk about what we like and, and just have fun with that, plus this would go on for way too long. <laughs> so, <laughs> some of us have to eat dinner before we go live again later. Can't tell <laughs> so. you about how many games that I do not like. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, what everyone roll? I got a four. Uh, oh. I got an 18. <laughs> well, <laughs> I got a seven, so. Okay. <laughs> you get to go first. Yeah, oh, so and so what we do is we share our runner-up one, so our second one, and then we'll share our, our number one second. And so, and we'll, I believe we go in order. So, <laughs> we've been doing this for 21 up weeks, and I already forgot how we do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so you share one, and then I'll share one. And then uh, Hop will share one, and then we go back up. Okay. Um, all right. So we're starting with the runner runner up then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, gosh. See, I even have ties for runner up. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I think my runner up is probably Untitled Goose Game, which should be surprising for a lot of people because I really really love that game so much like so much so in fact that two of my emotes are geese <laughs> i see them in chat <laughs> like I, have a, I have a i have a command in chat i've got like four like goose related t-shirts i like there's a lot of people that you know became regulars on the night that i started playing it for the first time but it, yeah <laughs> it's, it was really hard trying to pick just two but yes, it is definitely in my in my top games. So, what was your favorite section of Untitled Goose Game? Um, all the terrorizing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I mean, the the whole concept. Uh, actually, when I when I when I found out about this last year, um, I actually got to see it for the first time at uh, PAX West last year, and uh, walked by the booth and. They had everything set up so that there was, like, a couch, and, like, you just sat on the couch and played. Um, and there was, like, ample room around, uh, like, around and, you know, behind the couch to, to watch people play. And so, like, and I just, you know, was wandering around, and I think we were waiting for somebody, and I just happened to look over, and I saw, like, this person controlling this goose and just causing general chaos. And I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, because, like, normally, you know, in, in most IRL situations, I try to be, you know, as affable and amicable as possible. But having a game based on, and I believe it's it says something like, it's a beautiful day and you're a terrible goose. That's, like, the entire, <laughs> you know, concept of this game. And I was like, oh, really? I'm intrigued. Tell me more. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
um, as far as like favorite parts, um, maybe the second stage where you get to terrorize that child that looks like um, Arnold exactly from Magic <laughs> Give me your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like if if I could take his lunch money, I would have done that too. But <laughs> and then also being able to. Um, lock the shopkeeper in in the garage that's that's always a good time mm-hmm. just slam the door in her face and then she has to make her way out of the other way but yeah <laughs> i i think that's probably my favorite yeah how did you ever play untitled goose game i've played bits and pieces i never got a chance to finish it i know i would love it if i actually sat down but i did watch strider play some of it so i am familiar with this stage with the kid I remember him sitting there and go, all right, I need the kid to get scared and then to take the glasses, but to run away fast enough. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a beautiful puzzle because it doesn't come off like a traditional puzzle game because mm-hmm. you still have to put all, all the pieces together, but you get the joy of being a bully and you're allowed to be a bully. <laughs> yes. It's encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> like when Farmer Man is just like, you take something oh, I think it's like his keys you have to take or something hmm. but there's like something where he just keeps like wherever you put it back he'll just get it and so you're like you know what and you just take it to the other side of the lake and you're like get it now <laughs> <laughs> you with your long legs <laughs> oh man I also remember watching a video where it was like the like a person walking back to the starting place and they, um, <laughs> it zooms out from the end, like as as you have uh, as you have a bell, and then it goes back to the end, and just everything that you can grab is in this pit, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like I'm like, wow, you have too much time on your mm-hmm. hands. <laughs> but I'm like, it's like That's you great. thought you were a jerk before. <laughs> yeah, it brings it to a whole new level. This is just one day in a series of many, I feel like. That was that was a feeling that I got at the end there. Just, oh, oh okay, so this is continuous. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, show, I heard you like things <laughs> that are mine. That reminds me, I still have to finish the, uh, the speed runs on that. So I did the entire game, and then the, the second, like, quote-unquote, like, advanced run-through... And then at the end, um, they're time trials. So you have to complete each of those stages in, I think it's like six minutes or less. And it's so hard because, like, there's no, uh, no, there's no countdown, there's no anything. So, like, when you get into one of the areas, like, the only way you know your time is up is if you hear, like, the, uh, the bell chiming. And okay. some of those are really hard to do, like, under six minutes. And I think I'm stuck, like, in the middle of of all those time trials actually i need to work on that some so maybe that'll be something that i do soon (laughs) (laughs) that's always a fun way to get to revisit the game and i also saw pointed out in chat i am excited for the announcement for the multiplayer goose two goose yes double the goose the the, the couch co-op geese i'm gonna i'm gonna make my husband play that with me (laughs) yeah i'll probably end up playing it like that with uh my boyfriend because i know we try to find co-op games to play together but sometimes they don't feel so co-op so i'm mm-hmm. hoping the geese one will feel like a good time well i guess if i'm i'll i'll just hold both controllers <laughs> <laughs> double honk <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that does like. I like. I wonder if they're gonna add new stuff. Um, like, like if there's gonna add like another section, or is it just the same game? Because either way, that that will work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I haven't heard about that part. I just got excited about the whole two-player aspect. I was like, oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. It's like, that's like literally that's all they have to do, which is all they're doing, which I think is smart. It's just like, yo, you remember that cool skate? Now there's two. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It, like, they don't, I don't think they would have to add new things, but like, it makes me wonder. So, I don't know about them adding new things, but I do appreciate that they uh, released a version that, uh, like, the case that it comes in. And like all the other, like everything else within it is all completely like uh, recyclable, and it was all made with recycled materials. Uh-huh. Was really I was like, nice, well, that's yeah. kind of fancy, right? Is <laughs> <laughs> that really something you think about? Like, you know, you you know, got games in the past, you know, before you know, digital became like a huge thing, and now you just have like a whole set of encyclopedia cases for your games. That you know, what else are you going to do with them? <laughs> Jenga. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's fair. <laughs> weird shaped Jenga the only other fun thing I know about this game that I think in Japan it's translated to that mischievous goose game <laughs> even better even better or, I don't even know if game's part of it it just may be that mischievous goose I heard it on a podcast so take it with a grain of salt I don't know how true it is but it's still a fun way to hear that game called which is accurate the title. Yeah. yes <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, yeah. Is there anything else we want to share about this, or? Um, if you haven't played it, then play it. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it still on Game Pass? I believe uh, it still is. I think it is. That's how I played it. <laughs> if not, it's it on Steam. every system at this point. I think. Yeah. If it's yes, not on Game Pass, you'll find it soon. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I rolled seven. So I'm next. Um, so one of my favorite indie indie games is uh, I don't know. There's like a few indie games that I think are like the concept of them are really cool, and there's I I really enjoy like the side scrolling platformer style a lot. Um, and then this one uh, just like takes to a whole new level, and it's a game called Katana Zero. I don't know if anyone's familiar with it, um, but uh, Katana Zero pretty much is. Um, it, it's very interesting because, like, you know, like when you have the the game with like the essential like super tough guy, like super OP dude, but then like you're just bad at the game and you die, and you're like, that's not how that works. Like, <laughs> what's what's happening here? And it's like the way they get around that is like, you start at the beginning of the level. And you playing it is him planning out every single step of the of that area, and then once you you finish that area, that it happens in reality, as he goes through and like kind of kind of fights people, and it's it starts off and like it it gets more and more complex and faster and faster and faster as you keep going because like uh, like you have the ability to like slow down time and uh, go through. Uh, all these different things. I know it was at packs. It was at a few packs. It's uh, from Devol- It's produced by Devolver Digital, but it's like all made from so one. 
one guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like once you once you like start playing, you're like, this game is made for speed runs. <laughs> and <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, like it's. And, like, if you played, like, Mega Man-style games, like Mega Man Zero or or just any kind of Mega Man, it's very similar to that, where it's just, like, you just run and gun. And I realize me playing these games is why I'm really impatient in, like, Fall Guys when I have to, like, I have to stand here, but I, I have to move. Is <laughs> <laughs> an example. Or, yeah, just any game, like, platforming game where I was, like, I, I have to move. I can't. I can't stand still. <laughs> it's because of these games. But uh, the and it's got a really interesting story. Um, pretty much you're like oh, I'm trying to remember exactly where you are, but like you. Of course, I haven't played in a while, so my brain blanks out. <laughs> but uh, pretty much you're this guy who keeps doing these mercenary missions for this like shadow organization person but at the same time wants to keep like being your psychologist or yeah that's right well, your therapist and uh so you like you have to keep answering these questions but uh there's also the option to if you hit the button quick enough you can just cancel the whole conversation out and he's like fine if you're not even going to listen to me <laughs> like whatever just move on <laughs> and it's uh it will and the like characters and different people just keep getting mad at you, but it's it's playing with that whole thing where there's you, like you take this drug that you perceive time differently, and like it's like there's a whole point where you're like, oh man, this person like he's like, how many times has he died now? And so like, oh no, what are you talking about? Still here? And it's like, yeah, but he's on this, and the people that take too much of it like keep replaying scenes in their head <laughs> and it's like so that's like how they're going through different scenarios of like when you if you get captured and stuff but it's but like the story is interesting and all that but it's it's definitely one of those games where controls are are very very tight like it's very very tight controls and like it's not like oh man my character <laughs> like floated off the whatever and just man that was the game is like no you you have to get good <laughs> like you you can't blame the game for messing up because like the controls are just solid and on point and it's like it just oh man it's it's just a real good good game <laughs> i really like it it's it's one of those games i constantly want to go back and like it, it like there's a handful of games and i was like okay what indie games do i constantly want to keep playing over and over and over and i'm like yeah Katana Zero is one of those ones I have played multiple times and gone through, and it's um, story's a little heavy, but it's um, it's definitely definitely worth checking out. <laughs> so then again, this also seems like the last time we had a, a guest on where I'm like I mentioned a game I'm like oh no one knows it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Strider might have played this because he's also big on side-scrollers. I personally, I am not great at side-scrollers. I remember growing up, I think the only one I really played was one of the Metroids on the Game Boy. <laughs> and I did okay at it. It's never been like, like I never really got into Castlevania or Mega Man or any of those. So it's never really been my type of game. And I remember starting Ori, but I didn't finish it because I messed up and missed stuff in an area and I felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw the whole thing away. <laughs> yeah, and start over. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess one of the things I do like about 
Katana Zero is that when you start, they give you everything. And it's like, there's nothing, like, you don't increase your life, because pretty much you die in one hit anyway. And it's really fast, and so it's just like, like, okay, figure out what you have to do, and get good. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> do I have to? Yes, I, I have to. <laughs> and, um, but it, it's, it's like a gradual progression where, like, you start off, like, facing, like, a stage with just four people in there as you go through and then uh you go to the the end where you're going down like a multiple stage like multiple levels of a staircase and there's like people with turrets just like launching missiles at you and you're like no 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 <laughs> just like don't touch me <laughs> it sounds intense it, from like being able to get hit once yeah it, it is really <laughs> intense but it's just like you you learn different things like um, not learn different things, but like they tell you kind of the tech where it's like you can swing your sword to deflect bullets at if you time it right, which why you want to like use your ability to slow down time to like make sure you can do some of those things. But then they also have like a, a little bit of a dash that get, gives you like a couple frames of invincibility and, and jumping around. It's, um, yeah, so like they they give you the whole playbook and they're just like become a master of said playbook. <laughs> Here you go. Like, Good luck. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's like when you first go through it, it's a lot of like just repeating the level over and over and over and over and over. And it's like, but I don't know. Like I I'm also realizing like I have this personality where it's just like I'm I'm doing this. I don't care. And like people are like, just can you skip it? I'm like. Shut your mouth, I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me turn this stream around. <laughs> I'll stream turn it right around back into the level again. <laughs> but, but yeah. Cool thing. If you guys want anyone in chat or any of you guys want to check out a a very uh high pace platformer action thingy. Katana Zero. Cool stuff. I think I want to say I've I've heard about it. Um, I can't say that I've seen gameplay, but I'm pretty sure I've heard it. Yeah, I remember the one year I went to PAX East, they had a huge booth for it. Um, and then there's other stuff like there's there's a whole section where you gotta like face a whole bunch of people on a motorcycle. Like you're just riding a motorcycle around doing like all your sword things, and you have to take out a helicopter. It's like, okay, how the heck can you take really out cool. a helicopter? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's an action movie that, like, I don't know, it's just... Bring out your inner diehard, let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, it's, like, it, it's crazy, like, once you, once you get to the end of the game, and then, like, you look back at what, and then, like, if the next week you start from the beginning again you realized how much like how much you've learned and mastered at the controls because like what was giving you like all this trouble in the beginning you're now just like boop 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 <laughs> and like just go straight <laughs> through and you're like i had trouble with this and so like what took you like i don't know five ten minutes to get through the first time takes you like three to finish the whole first stage because, like, the whole thing is just supposed to be, like, boom, 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 like, real fast. And it's really, like, the second playthrough is, like, just to see how much you progressed is really fun. So, yeah. 
that's all i have to say <laughs> <laughs> no sounds like a, a fun time i don't know if i could handle that level of stress though <laughs> <laughs> just knowing that like if i make one misstep it's like oh no <laughs> yeah well like it's it's not like when you die, like, you have to start the whole level over. It's just, like, each thing is in, like, your screen is the whole, like, stage that you have to go through. Mm. So, it's like, you pretty much, you need to get from one point A to point B, like, on your screen. And through there, you have to eliminate all the enemy combatants. And so, it's, so if you die, you just start back at the bottom of the screen. You don't, like, you don't regress, like. Okay. So. That doesn't sound so harsh, but still. Yeah, <laughs> like that, there's, there's, well it. Like, there, there are some levels where you're like, oh man, I know what I have to do and you're in the flow, and then it's like, you just didn't hit the button to pick up like the throwable op- the, the throwable like bottle, and you're like, ah, like I missed that, and like, but like, because like the way you're going is like, the, you're luring people, and so if you turn around to grab the bottle, you get shot, and you're like, ah. <laughs> so it's like, you like restart it like five times just trying to pick up the stupid bottle. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those style games, but it's like, but there's other ways like to do it. Like there's multiple ways you can, can complete a level where it's just like, you don't use any of the pick up, pick up thingies. Like you just dash and, and slash, or you use your environment. It's, there's a lot of ways to complete the level. So, it's it's fun. For me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beauty of indie games. There's so many. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, show. Well, go ahead, Hop. What's your runner-up? Alright, my runner-up... I had a bunch of things that I tied for, but I think what I'll do is after I talk about this runner-up, and when we go back around and talk about our number ones, we can, like, fit in our little list of, like, people that almost made the list. <laughs> I have that, too. <laughs> yeah, our runner-up runner-ups. I only have two there right now, and I'm, I think that's all I'm going to have. I don't think anything else is going to pop up in my memory suddenly. But, so my second place for my favorite indie game, from what I can remember, is Darkest Dungeon. Mm, that's good. <laughs> yes. I, uh... It almost didn't, like, it almost made it into the runner-up list, and Strider was like, but you know you love that game. I was like, I, I know. <laughs> because, like, I remember there was a, a point where I decided I wanted to try and complete the entire, I think, Groundskeeper checklist. And it was, I, I played it so much that I reached a point where I didn't want to play it anymore. But if you really looked at how much time I put into it, it really deserves, like, this spot. For me, I really love... I love a lot of like turn-based games. I know technically when I first started streaming way back when I just did it straight for my Xbox and didn't have a webcam or anything. I did it, uh, XCOM was the first game I had ever streamed. So I've always been a big fan of the turn-based games and I like this turn-based style that they have in it and the combat style and the overall aesthetic. I know I don't really dress like it or really decorate anything in my room like it, but Darkest Dungeon probably is my favorite aesthetic. The, the doom and gloom and just general horror. Because <laughs> I do, uh, for a little while, I was reading a lot of Lovecraft, and you can see like where some of the inspiration for that is. And also, a lot of the voice lines in Darkest Dungeon, I still just quote them randomly. <laughs> uh, one of my, <laughs> my favorite one is uh, Curious is a Trap Maker's Art. Uh, the efficacy of his art unseen by his own eye, I think is how it's worded. But I don't know, just all of it, I can still talk about stuff. And I had a friend recently who's in one of my D&D groups. She was like, yeah, I've seen Darkest Dungeon, but I don't know if I want to play it. 
And we were like, oh, it's a great time without really explaining how hard the game actually is. (laughs) So we started to get messages. She was like, everybody's dead. What do I do now? Uh, That's another good line. Overconfidence is a slow and insidious killer. That's a good one. Um, And I just remember I can, I'm sure if I still went back, I could go in and go, oh yeah, I'm going into the place with the underwater people. I can't take any of my bleed people because they've all got armor. And they're all immune to poison. Oh no. <laughs> but I know I haven't really gone back to play a lot of the newer content. I played a little bit of it and tried out some of the newer classes that I thought were pretty interesting. But I know they've had updates even up to recently where they added in that like team battler mode. So that's yeah, another. Circus. Yeah, something circus. Butcher's <laughs> circus? Butcher's circus, yeah. Yeah. And I, I also. played it like a week or two. Not a week or two, like a month ago. Yeah, and I do like when they are still able to like put out content for people to just like be able to go back and revisit the game. I I still never tackled the I, th- I think it's like a vampire one that DLC because every time someone told me that they owned it, they said they accidentally started that mission and then then couldn't finish that save because it was too hard. So <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll leave that one for later. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like but. how that that uh that game is animated because it's just all 2d people but they just turn them enough and move like your point of view a little bit when you do your battles you're like this is so cool looking but then you just take a step back like, they're just moving the point of focus a little bit and just like make the characters bigger they're just like yes <laughs> or they'll just throw some effects on them like but it looks so cool <laughs> yeah it's it's very smooth animation for like it's not complex but it's got mm-hmm. a lot of like subtle sh- like shading and a you know just slight change in point of view to really bring them to life. Yeah. The thing I've always been bad at is I uh, I have the bad habit of picking favorite characters and I'm like, "All right, back into the dungeon. Oh no, you're not doing well. I have no one to make up for it. Nobody else <laughs> is this level." <laughs> yeah. Well, like my most recent playthrough is like I never was able to like, all my people would, like, would just die. And it's just like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But I don't know what made this run different, but, like, I've done multiple sections. And, like, I'm, I was like, wow. So this is what happens when you don't lose and you can, like, start upgrading. And now I have, like, <laughs> I still have the two starter people that are alive. And they're like, I'm not going to that dungeon. It's beneath me. And I'm like... But I need you. <laughs> Come back. I know. The personality traits they also put on people, I think, is really fantastic, too. It's, it does, it makes the game a lot harder. But then for me, I think it's a fun puzzle to have to figure out. In my one playthrough where I played it way too much when I was trying to do the entire checklist, I technically 100%ed every area, but I had never gone into the darkest dungeon. And then when I finally went into the darkest dungeon, I lost immediately. And I was just like, I'm okay, nope. fine. <laughs> fine. The save is over. I'm going back to the brightest dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> you jicks. <laughs> yeah, because I was... And the other thing about the checklist is I accidentally over-leveled every area. Because like you said, mm-hmm. you reach certain areas and they get harder and harder. Mm-hmm. One of the checklist thing is to get every class to be level 5, I think. So I had some people that I didn't max out, but all of my dungeons were too hard to take them in. And I was, it, it was a vicious cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'd keep bringing uh, the classes I didn't like into a dungeon and they'd be like, I'm too stressed out. Uh, I'm going to start hurting myself every turn. I was like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, I'm going to start hurting you if you don't pull yourself together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's such a fun... Have you ever played it, Rainbow, or are you familiar with it at all? Or I have not, but again, I, I think I'm familiar with that, um, but haven't had like a lot of um, experience like with the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gameplay itself is... I'd say the gameplay is straightforward, but understanding the consequences in the long run is the hardest part, because it's basically a general like um, turn-based combat where you're just worried about the positioning in a row, to be able to outbeat the opponent's positioning in their row. But uh, be careful if you send your guys to relax at the brothel. Sometimes they catch something and they can't go back there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then just positioning is just interesting because if you have a character that's like has a dash forward attack, like, cool, sweet, that did major damage. Oh, my front two party members are now worthless because they're not in that one position they can do anything. And you're like, oh, and now you spend like five turns just like reorganizing everybody. And you're like, oh. So, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's definitely. Oh, I just remembered another game I gotta put in my runner up list. Uh, it's just. It's, um. Yeah, it's definitely uh, like a fun. Fun is a relative term. It's a, it's an experience. <laughs> it, yeah. And I agree with what someone said in chat. Like, when you feel like you did well in that game, it really... You feel like you did really well. Because it's really easy for people to die and for you to lose people. Makes yeah. sense. I think in the, my current one, that's just like, hey, if I don't have anything or if I finish a game early or whatever's planned, like... I'll just boot that up. Why didn't I think of that last night? Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I. So I've only lost one person so far. Everyone else, like, they just get to the point where I'm like, I don't feel like wasting money on you to feel better. So go be mad somewhere else. <laughs> go be crazy <laughs> in another town. Go away. And so um, that or it's like, okay, go go pray or. Or get whipped or whatever you you're doing <laughs> to get ready. <laughs> not right now. Can be just not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like just go go away. <laughs> just go get better. I'll send you back in to be mad <laughs> later. So, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Is there anything else? <laughs> I think I think I talked about my major things about the game. I don't know, like the brain or the brain. Yeah, the game mm-hmm. makes my brain hurt sometimes, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> it's like a an ice cream headache. <laughs> Where it's just like, well, this feels real bad, but this feels this tastes so good. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. So, what is Rainbow's number one indie game for the millennia? Or she could Uh, put in her list of her her almost made the lists before she goes. I'm gonna. I was gonna say I'm gonna have to do the almost. (laughs) 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 Um. Okay. So there's 
like a handful. <laughs> uh, one I will, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll consolidate into one entry, but it's several entries. But I'll I'll save that for the last one. Um, okay, so um, a short hike, uh, which I just recently really played this week. Um, it's a gorgeous game with amazing music. It's got great uh, messaging. Um, it's real simple uh, to play. It's um, it's still it's 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 just it's a really great game. Um, and you can play it like a couple of times. You know, it's it's got a really great balance of um, humor and heart. Um, I would recommend anybody to play it. It's it's wonderful. Um, uh, party hard, <laughs> which is which is uh. funny because I haven't played that in a long time, but. That one, that one's just fun to play. Um, I've actually got the second one. I still need to start and play through. But that was one of the, actually the first games that I ever streamed ever, um, and I got obsessed with trying to, uh, you know, with trying to get as close to like perfecting like all the kills as possible. Never quite got there, but um, it's it again. It's like it's one of those like the the puzzle games. It doesn't really feel like a puzzle because like you're just you know trying to have fun with it and. You know, there's so, like, many different ways that you can achieve the objectives, and the second one builds on that by um, having, like, additional objectives, different um, approaches. I believe they also have, like, different characters that you can use, too. Um, so that's... That That was just, like, fun. Like, anybody could pick that up and just have fun with it. Um, uh, okay, so, Kind Words. Um, I think the, I think the actual whole title is... Kind words, and in the parentheses, lo-fi chill beats to write to. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, you know what? I'll even just read the little blurb they have on their site. So, it's a game about writing nice letters to real people. Um, you're writing and receiving encouraging letters in, like, a cozy little room. Um, you trade stickers and listen to chill music. Um, and then their, their tagline kind of is, we're all in this together. Sometimes all you need are a few kind words. Um, I love the... The whole aspect of it, I love the aesthetic. It's definitely way up my alley. If anybody has known me for any like small amount of time, <laughs> um, it's it's something that I feel like is definitely needed, especially um, like in today's uh, world, especially with so many people living online. Um, it's very easy to just like make like a really brief, you know, like fleeting connection and just like give somebody just like a boost really easily. Um, I'm always all for anything like that that's, like, about, you know, positive support. Um, and, it's, like, I, I feel like it's probably better because it's all anonymous. So, you know, you can venture out and, like, say things, um, and you can get support, you know, from people who don't know you but are still rooting for you. And there's something really powerful and amazing about that. Um, and then my last one... Uh, this this is the conglomerated one. It's um Annapurna Games, Annapurna Interactive. <laughs> they do a lot of games. Uh, specifically, the ones that I'm thinking about are um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Donut County, and Kentucky Route Zero. They're all fantastic games, um, all completely different, and all immensely fun um, and just enjoyable all together. So those are all my runners up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Sinai Wild Hearts one, it was just funny because uh, in one of my discords, pretty much someone was like, I played Sinai Wild Hearts and I didn't like it and all this stuff. And they're just like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And then they're like, I don't know. I know Pain played it. And so I had to explain to them, it's like, 
<laughs> you, you, you play Sinai Wild Hearts by the beat of the music, not what you see on screen. <laughs> like, for all that, because he's like, I have trouble hitting the button prompts and all that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah guy, it's, you, you don't look at that. You have to listen to the music and the audio. It's much more audio. <laughs> it's a, a much more musical interaction game than it is a type <laughs> tight like controlled skill based game if that makes sense but it's an experience and it's it's great i saw that demo and again i sat there and watched people play it at pax and i think i probably stood there for like 20 minutes just like with my jaw hanging open like wow this is so cool here. <laughs> <laughs> here i brought two props because hop said she was bringing a prop so i brought a pop prop which this is this which oh. is the the inside, it really isn't all that interesting, but it's the record of Sinar Wild Hearts yes. that I was like, I heard mm. that this music was really good, so I just went out on a limb and bought the records before <laughs> I even played the game because it was like, it's a limited run. I'm like, I heard this music really good. I'm just going to buy it. And I, it, I'm really lucky. I like the music. <laughs> <laughs> it could still just be a talking piece, even if you didn't. Yeah. But yeah, uh, some games that you put on your runner-up list that I thought about putting up on my runner-up list. Donut County is mm -hmm. really fun. It's really simple, but it's really cute. And um, back when I had my bot set up, when I streamed on Mixer, I made it so that if anyone got banned, it said, have a garbage day and had that little... <laughs> I have that <laughs> t-shirt, by the way. Yeah, I wanted the t-shirt, but they didn't have my size anymore at the particular packs I was at. And then... Uh, the trash um, king. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's beautiful. And then uh, Kind Words I'd been meaning to get into, but I never got around to being able to pick it up. Yeah, I've seen a few people Please play Kind do. Words. I think it's still five bucks, and then the uh, the soundtrack is also five bucks, which can I just point out that all the music is made by one composer, and he like updates that like, every now and then. So like all the music that you hear like in that entire game is made by one person. Okay. It's really great. Well, if we're going to share... Wait, do we just want to share our runner-ups? Because I'm like looking through, and the one that I wasn't sure would be mentioned was already mentioned. So I'm pretty sure the other ones on my runner-up list won't be. Uh, I'll be surprised yeah. if they're on. <laughs> on the <lists. laughs> so do we want to share runner-ups, and then we can go into our tops? Yeah, we could do that that way. Or, or did you share your top <laughs> already? No, those are my runner-ups. I still okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So my, well, the ones I have written as my runner-ups was Sinar Wild Hearts, uh, Untitled Goose Game, <laughs> um, which were two excellent games. Definitely people should play. Um, the other two that I, I wrote down um, were, was A Hat in Time and Disco Elysium. Uh, A Hat in Time is, is a 3D platformer. Like it's, it's very much like uh, like Mario Odyssey, kind of. But instead of throwing your hat to, like, possess <laughs> <laughs> things and people and stuff, you uh, your hats give you different abilities, and, like, you... It, it's just, like, a really, like, cute game that you play, and you're just, like, pretty much you're this, this like, time trap... Like, time lord like girl and these random mafia people come in and put a bomb on your spaceship and blows it up 
to oh, take geez. all your little time powers and you're like <laughs> what no and so like the whole thing is collecting the little um hourglasses so that way you can get time like the ability to like go back in time and and well not go back in time but just like have control of of your like time ship thing it runs off time i don't i don't remember exactly how it works but like there's like an assortment of levels that just have different themes that are just really cool where it's like you start off and there's like mafia town and all the enemies are just big balded muscle men with <laughs> with suits and they're just like what are you doing just like chase you around and you're like, as you're trying to like no 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 and just like jump up <laughs> on different things and collect stuff uh and unlock different hats and then uh, one of the coolest levels is like there's like a Halloween Town one, like Nightmare Before Christmas style. Mm. Um, not like a musical, but it's like it gives you it gives you that kind of aesthetic and theme, and it's like it's like spooky but like fun. Like it's not like jump scare spooky stuff, but like it's it's the whole like Halloween aesthetic, and it's just that was a lot of fun, and uh, it's. I remember I sat. Th- I beat it in one sitting. I did it in ten hours, and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, what I, what I sit here for so long." This was like, this came out in like 2018, so this is when I, on Saturdays, I would just try to find an indie game to beat from start to finish, and it was one of those things where it was like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I should go to bed, but I want to see the end. <laughs> but. Uh, it's it's definitely a fun game, and Disco Elysium is. It doesn't matter what you do in this game; you're going to fail. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's uh, like everything is based off like these digital dice rolls that you don't see, and like you have this character sheet that you make, so you can make yourself like super strong. But like because you do that, you're just dumb, <laughs> or you can make yourself super dumb, like super smart, but you're weak, or you won't have enough like detective skills and pretty much you wake up and like from a hangover and you're like where's my stuff and like you have to walk around and if you leave the apartment room before collecting your clothes you're just running around like in your underwear and everyone's like who are you what are you doing and you're like i don't know what i'm doing and you're just like (laughs) yeah and like people like run away from you not want to talk with you and like but like you, you wake up, you collect your stuff, and you're like, "Where's my gun?" Because <laughs> you're a detective, and you're like, "Well," and then it comes to the point where you're like, "Do I report to my supervisor that I don't have my gun? That might get me in trouble, but it's good for people to know." And then so there's like all these different things that you you go and do, and like one of the best things is like you wake like you go down, the guy's like, "Are you gonna pay your tab?" And you're like. What? What are you talking about? And you have the options like pay it or run. And if you run and fail your your run check, you slip and fall into this lady. Oh, well, like no, you you run and you like try to do this like pretty much matrix jump and you turn around and like double flip off the bartender. But when you do, like the camera just looks over as you just fly into this lady that has a wheelchair and they're all like <gasps> Now you, now you owe us more money. Oh <laughs> so gosh! Like, and oh, he's no. like, he's like, ah, my back, <laughs> and just like freaking out. Worth a shot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's that kind of humor, that kind of like stuff. But it's, it's definitely one of the things. Like, okay, it's given me the option. Should I do this? 
And like, even if you succeed, you could probably still fail in what you're trying to overall <laughs> accomplish. Like, there's another part where you're like, there's these guys just like playing some like game, like this putt, like putt putt game, and you're like, you want to go like show these old men like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about, and you're like, you go up and you're just like, look at me go, and you just wail this ball like into the lake, and they're like, guy, that was our only ball. <laughs> like what are you doing? He's like, uh, well. I don't, I don't know. And they're like, wow, the police are a jerk. And they're just like, he's like, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and just like everything you do in this game is just, I, it's like one of those things. Like I just played it for a while, and I'm like, I'm not making any headway. But it's just fun, like just failing over and over and over. <laughs> There's like another part where like I made my character super like non-athletic. And I tripped and died. <laughs> the game was over in like two turns. And I'm like, oh, well then, that's a bummer. <laughs> but uh, Disco Elysium, it's a fun time. <laughs> yeah, I picked up that game because I heard it's a fantastic, like you said, like role-playing game where you build up your character. And if you go against what you your character can do, then the game's like, well, you chose this life. Mm-hmm. We didn't make you do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I started it a few times, and I didn't get very far. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a rough go. Like it's, but it. I don't know. It's just a. It it cracks me up. But like the more you go, the more you explore the world. You're like, okay, I understand. What, what to do, or like how how like kind of how things work. Mm-hmm. The writing in it is fantastic, though. Like, yes. I, I also just really like the intro of it before you can even start the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... It's a fun game, but if you get frustrated easily or don't want to read a lot, then probably probably skip. Yeah, it is a heavy <laughs> reading game. Maybe don't. <laughs> Go play Hat in a Time. There's not a lot of reading, and it's kind of difficult to fail. <laughs> oh, there you go. A little bit for everyone. So, what are your runner-ups up? All right, so my runner-ups, uh, one of which I wrote was Oxen Free. Ooh, okay. that's a good one. Yeah, that one I think is really fun because it's got really fun characters in it, and the way you explore the world is pretty interesting. I played it through one way, not realizing you can like affect the relationships. So I've been meaning to go back and try and... Um, uh, if anyone is familiar with my content, if I don't have, if, if there is the option to essentially like ship people together and have them date in the end, then I'm obsessed with that. So in Oxen Free, <laughs> you can like have people react to each other in certain ways, such that some people end up together, some people end up mad at each other. I remember one time I just started a fresh one just so I could see someone slap someone, and then I canceled the save because I didn't want that to be the <laughs> the conclusion. <laughs> um, Another, uh, so yeah, so that's a fun one if everything's voice acted. So there is like, it's a lot of dialogue storytelling, but it's all voice acted for you. So it's not heavy reading and it's a little eerie, but not scary. So if you're like, you like Halloween, but you don't want like Five Nights at Freddy's things jumping at you. It, it's Oof. got a good like in between. <laughs> <laughs> what game was that? I, I missed the, the Oxen title. Free. Oxen Free. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's an excellent game. I need yeah. to go back and play that too. The whole concept is uh, you're a bunch of teenagers on an, an abandoned island, and then weird stuff happens with your radio, and your guys are all investigating it. Nice. Uh, Overcooked is one that I also put as a runner-up. 
At first, I wasn't going to put Overcooked, but then I remembered the first Overcooked once I discovered that it was like a four-player like co-op thing. Uh, one holiday weekend where I took a week off of work, we, me and my boyfriend's family, we all just sat there taking turns trying to... Comp we tried to see how far we could take Overcooked in one weekend. We beat every level, and then we bought the holiday levels, and then we beat those levels. <laughs> <laughs> And we didn't have enough controllers, so some of us were like sitting next to each other using like half a controller. So I think that was <laughs> so. But in another way, that makes it kind of like a nicer way for them to accommodate. Like maybe you want to play like two people, but you only have one controller. Each of you has like half the controller. It's awkward, but it's a nice like sentiment to say like you don't need all the buttons, so you guys can still play together without having to run out to the store and buy a bunch of controllers. Right. Yeah, Overcooked is a great. Um, you either trust each other more or less, depending on how you all do. I remember I played the second one with uh, your trifecta, uh, the, your trifecta group, mm -hmm. uh, J2 and JR, and that's where the meme of mean uh, Mixer's grandma started. Because <laughs> I chose the grandma skin. I'm like, oh, hello there, dearie. Take the soup. And then like I realized I didn't help at all. Like, <laughs> maybe like a real grandmother, but it was just like, I think I got hit by so many cars and fell off the cliff so many times that people just ended up doing the missions without me. <laughs> yeah. You, some of the levels do require you to, like, actually, like, be tight-knit, but we also were obsessed with three-starring every level, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a great one to, like, have as co-op because you've got the food prep, you've got the food cooking, you've got the food delivery all, like, happening as the game is fighting you. So that's always a fun time with people. And then... This guy who I almost put as my second place, but after like thinking about it more, I put it as my first runner-up is Stardew Valley. Mm, that okay. is the game that I think I could legitimately, like, if I just want to turn off the rest of the world, turn on lo-fi, and just f do whatever I want for hours. Star Stardew is the one. And the one thing that I really have to appreciate about it um, is that the guy, like, he made it himself, and every time he puts out new content, he refuses to make it paid content. So he just like tweeted out recently that was uh, he has another update coming for with a bunch of like fall themed stuff. And all he did was put a teaser picture. And on Twitter, everyone's like trying to like figure out <laughs> like, oh, there's ducks. <laughs> oh, there's trees that are kind of underwater and like try and like surmise all this stuff. And what does it mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for anyone that is not familiar with Stardew, it's a farming simulator mixed in with a dating simulator. So, you know. It scratches all my itches. <laughs> but not like farmers only, right? Yeah, no, not quite farmers only. You don't have to date another farmer. <laughs> um, it's but, for them, it's farmers only. Yes. <laughs> it is interesting, though. I have talked, like, I had, like, growing up, Harvest Moon was probably one of the games I put the most time in on, like, my original GameCube and stuff. So this was, like, a natural, like, once I saw Stardew, I was like, oh, this is it. This is everything. <laughs> and it's interesting. I have different people I can talk to that have different things they like to do in Stardew. Some people just like to try and reach the bottom of the mines. Some people just love fishing. Some people love the actual farming aspect. I have someone else I'll talk to. I'm like, who should I date on this playthrough? And then we'll compare all the personalities of the people you can and can't <laughs> date. So it is a very relaxing, very fun game. And I, one of my saves, I've reached a point where I have enough sprinklers that I never have to actually actively farm. I can just wake up, harvest my crops, and then go do whatever I want. <laughs> I don't have to water <laughs> a single thing. 
Sounds great. <laughs> I have this game, but I never opened it. <laughs> I bought it like in 2017 or 18. I, <laughs> it just still sits on my computer. <laughs> yeah, there are uh, there are ways to have like co-op farms too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So you guys can have like your houses on the farm too. So if you don't like tackling the beginning of the farming, you know, by yourself, you can have a friend come and help. That's cool. So, yeah, I've, I've seen some people play, but I haven't played yet. But after playing stuff like I've been playing lately, I might go back and give it a try. Okay. Before we move on, I opened up my Steam, and then I saw there was other games that I've heard that would definitely be my runners-up. Can I just list them <laughs> yeah. off real quick? I feel like there are games I'm probably leaving out as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to scroll through all my Steam games, because I have, like, over 400 of them. <laughs> but well. uh, just real quick, uh, Little Misfortune. Uh, mm. would be on my runner-up list. If you guys, I'm not going to ruin this game. It's definitely just play it. It's just a little girl that's just like, that talks like, hello, Mr. Voice, how you doing? And it's just like, <laughs> it's great. It's hilarious. Everyone should play it. It's a real, it's like four hours, three, four hour game. Really fun. Uh, there were other ones. I got to scroll down and find them because I lost them. Cuphead, I really oh, enjoy. <laughs> I've actually, yeah, uh, I've co-opted with someone and finished the game and we refused to go back to play it on the higher difficulty. (laughs) Like, me and uh, every other game, that's what we started our co-streams off on because I was like, I kept asking people, like, you want to just do Cuphead? Cuphead uh, co-op? It'd be funny. And uh, it's what started now the meme in both our chats uh, called I Like Charge because (laughs) I remember when we first started playing, it's like, yeah, EOG, this is EOG's dumb stream when he plays with me, and he's like, what, what are you guys talking about? And I'm like, when you watch his streams, he's very, like, like meticulous and, like, very, like, into stats, and this does this, and, like, this is the weakness for this person, and this will add all these different, like, attack bonuses on the stuff, because he plays a lot of RPGs. And then you got his co-op person, me, which just runs around and says, I like charge! Because <laughs> there's, a, there's a weapon, all you do is charge it and make a bigger shot. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is what happened, because he was like, oh man, this shot is able to, like, z- like home in, and this is able to, like, lob over different things. And I'm like, I like Mega Man, so I'm just going to charge. <laughs> I'm just going to charge my gun and shoot this dude. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that uh, was... charge go brrr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Gris is another fun one. It's a it's a very much platformer puzzle game. Really cool experience uh, playing that. I'm just gonna give one more scroll. Uh, oh, okay. I so here's a game that everyone should play. I think because. The music is amazing. Um, it's got a really cool story, and it's just a big old mystery. So there's no combat. There's just like kind of a little bit of stealth, a little bit of mystery, and you got to figure it out. It's called the Sexy Brutal. Um, I forget when it came out. I think it came out 2016, 17, 18, somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, pretty much you wake up, and you're in this mansion, and you're going through different time instances to save the lives of the people that are in there. And so as you're constantly just going through and like, okay, there's like, I can't remember the first one is, is like pretty much this person 
Like, one of the instances, pretty much, there's this woman that, like, goes and gets locked into this vault. And you need to get her out of the vault, um, because inside the vault is a, a giant spider. But the Oof. person that... <laughs> yeah, but, like, the person that would help you get out of there is to, like, to help fight the giant spider is this person that is in the casino playing Russian roulette and... Uh, oh. but with drinks and one of the drinks is poisoned <laughs> oh, so like what you have to do is find a way to um pretty much show that this girl is in trouble so the guy like their lovers will go save him or save her sorry <laughs> and like it's it's just trying to figure out all these different ways to to do that but like you can't be in the same room as anybody else so like um so you're constantly like like you'll walk up to a door and listen and you're like uh oh there's someone walking so you're like if there's not like a closet you can hide in you just gotta like run to the other side of the room and just get out of there before the person finds you <laughs> and you're just like uh it I don't know it's just a, a real fun puzzle game uh and the story is is really cool like it's it's the sexy brutal music's amazing it's like uh jazz pop kind of style music um real fun time i just remembered what the first uh, mission was but yeah it's it's still like that's that's the whole set of the game like you find one of the people in this in this world and in this mansion and you're just trying to save their life and it's constantly like finding more information uh, it, you're very much a detective, and you're like you're just trying to find information. And then there's sometimes like you find out the information, and you're like, oh well, I need to go back in time and do something else. So like you have to like restart at a certain time, and then watch like remember where certain people are going to be standing and what they're going to be doing, so you can make sure like a certain event will go off that will save their life. So it it sounds really complicated, but it's like as you play through, like it's definitely one of those games that it. It slowly builds up so that way you understand what's going on. But, uh, really cool game. It's probably really cheap. Actually, I think it's on sale. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. we're checking out. Okay. I closed my Steam so I don't bring up any more games. <laughs> yeah, I, tried, I tried scrolling through my list and I couldn't see anything that stood out to me that I thought I should also mention. <laughs> so. I think I mentioned it up the first time around. <laughs> so honestly, well, if I could just be an Annapurna partner, I would just sponsor. Oh, they make so cool, so many cool games. Yeah, what's they, that, they what's that game? Stuff. There's a game where like you're just this dude with a guitar, and the whole game is you just having battle the bands with like, like, existential creatures <laughs> to like go find your dad or something like that. Oh, um. I forget what it is. Like, all I remember is, like, pretty much you're standing there with a guitar. I remember watching this guy play, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you're terrible. Can I just play? But I, was, <laughs> I had to be nice because we were at PAX. <laughs> so, but it was, like, pretty much you had to, like, it was like Simon Says, and the guy just wasn't putting it together. I'm like, just play the notes. Oh, <laughs> play um, the notes. <laughs> the Artful Escape. Yeah. I remember that seeing that, but I couldn't remember what the name was, so I just looked it up really quick. But, yeah. Yeah. But that game looks cool. And a that does look pretty fast. So, like some fascinators. Yeah, they do. I just <laughs> I was do. double checking something as well. Uh, Ashen is another fun game that they make. Mm -hmm. If you're Ashen, into like the Dark um, Souls type of, yeah, that's like co-op Dark Souls, right? Mm -hmm. 
I got, they've that out. got a ton. I can't wait for some of the ones that they're working on to come out. Um, the one that they're really teasing a lot lately is called, um, I think it's called 12 Minutes. So it's a game about a man stuck in a time loop. Um, and they just recently, like within the last couple of weeks, um, announced the voice actors for the movie. So it's um, Daisy Ridley, um, James McAvoy, um, mm. and um, oh my gosh, what's his name? I can see his... I can I can literally see his his face in my head. And I can't I cannot remember his name. <laughs> Hang on, one sec, one sec. Time to say random actors until we get it. Um, I don't know actors' names. The first one that popped in my head was Batman. <laughs> Willem Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Oh, okay. okay. It's it's um I, I I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> I, I heard this is one that I've podcast. had. Yeah. This What's is one that, that I've called? had uh, for a while. Twelve minutes. Twelve minutes. Here, I'll actually link the uh, the trailer. Is yeah, I think I recall seeing the trailer because it's that whole like, you know, piecing it's together top what down happened. It's pretty much in that one area, like in their apartment. It's like a what, like a one room apartment or something similar to that. But I've I've had it on the the radar for a while, and they've been teasing. Um, you know, like some of the stuff they're working on, like motion capture, and like they they publish a lot of stuff that's, uh, you know, like all the stuff that's like in motion and like how they're, you know, achieving this or working on that or, you know, um, the process of just like uh, having like all the different like reactions and like, you know, body language and stuff like that. It's like they're going through like all of it, like as they're making it. And for them to just come out and be like, oh, hey, here's three, like, ginormous huge stars to work on our video game. I mean, it's not out yet, but this yeah. is what you can expect. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, my brain is now thinking of a whole bunch of indie games that I'm like, these games are amazing. So let's let's move on before I just have more word vomit of games. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Rainbow, what is your your number one number one indie game that puts all other ones to shame and is the best one? <laughs> Whoa! I think because <laughs> I've I've talked about all the rest of them, I'm pretty sure everybody can probably guess what it is. Um, but officially announcing it, seeing it out there right now, my number one uh, indie game currently is World of Horror. Yes, absolutely, very good, <laughs> very good game. Absolutely. We all can talk about it. We all played it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's anybody else's number one, but uh, it's well, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 unlike anything that I played before. But there's so many different aspects of it that in like inspire nostalgia and familiarity that it feels like that I've played something like it before. Um. I'm a big scaredy cat when it comes to, like, you know, scary games or, like, suspense or whatever. Like, any anybody can tell you. Like, I get, like, freaked out and, and, and sometimes, like, jump at things that aren't supposed to be scary. <laughs> so for, <laughs> probably for some people, uh, like, watching me play or, like, you know, you know, watching me, like, do, like, any extended amount of time like in that game we're probably like well why do you like this if you you know jump when there's just like random sounds right (laughs) (laughs) um it's a a lot of it i feel like is like the design and um the whole just aspect of the game is what really draws me in so like i I, i've said before and i'll say it again that 
you know, yes, like, they're, like, really gross things or, like, sometimes, like, scary things or, like, unexpected things that just kind of, like, freak me out and then I get mad and then I laugh about it. Uh, <laughs> but... But I feel like probably, like, the biggest part is that it's just, it's reminiscent for me, like, of those choose-your-own-adventure type books. Because, like, you know, you're going through the story and you're, like, you're trying to progress it. But there are a lot of options that you're presented with, like, as part of, you know, that journey, that run, or whatever. But it's, um, it's also got the feel of, like, being, like, in, you know, like, those, like, the old school, you know, Macintosh computer labs of old. You know, like, you, you boot up the game, and, like, you play through it, and it's got, like, all the, um, what do they call it? Uh, oh, what, what did they say? Like, a one-bit love oh, letter? one-bit and two-bit, oh, wait. Yeah, like, it's, it's a one-bit love letter to, uh, to Junji Ito and mm-hmm. uh, Lovecraft. So, like, I've read some of, like, the, you know, like, the, like, the spirals and the, you know, like, the, the cloud shoots, like, heads and, like, the holes in the mountain and, like, all that stuff. So, like, I've, I've seen, the like, a lot of the creepypasta. Um, so to have, like, some of that tie into it and then, you know, you've got, like, Lovecraftian type horrors to go, like, on top of that and it's like, oh, God, like, really, why am I playing this game? But, <laughs> um, I, I think it's a, I think it's fantastic. I think it's an immense feat, um, made by one person. So this, it was made by a Polish developer and a part-time dentist. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he, he does dev work, but he's also a dentist. Um, and he, he, he designed the entire game in MS Paint, which I think is like something that's probably that. unheard of about now. <laughs> like everything that you see there, I think there's what, like 110 like main events. And then you've got like all the different types of cards and encounters and like all the enemies that you encounter and like all the places that you go, like all those things, every single thing that you see in that game was made in MS Paint. Which that just completely blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the music, I think, is fantastic. I think it's pretty apt. Um, it also just kind of reminds me of, like, the 80s, like, Unsolved Mysteries type, you know, music to go with it. Um, the replays, I feel like, take the sting out of it, um, but in a good way. So, like, you know, when I first played it, I was like, oh, gosh, what's going to happen? I don't want to, like, I was like, I was freaked out about, like, trying to figure out what happened. Now I'm obsessed with trying to, um, trying to, like, unlock all of, like, the choice paths and trying to, like, get all the achievements and trying to solve all the mysteries, like, with all their different endings and, like, secret endings. And, you know, there's items that you have to get, like, in certain mysteries that you're trying to solve so that you can apply it to other mysteries, which then unlock other different things. And it's, it's. It's it's a mysteryception. <laughs> so like my my insatiable appetite for wanting to know things overrides all of the oh gosh what happens if this happens or what happens if you know something gets cut off or like something explodes or somebody like attacks me or whatever like then I'm like okay but what happens like how do I get to this how do I do this you know where do I go to to do this you know what does this apply to this apply to anything is it just for this mystery is it for you know one or two other things is this even something that I can do because in this run you know like I've got this one story but it's not related to anything else like it's a lot of strategy planning um which I feel like that emerges more uh, the, the more you play. So, like, the more run-throughs that you have, the more uh, endings that you start getting, then it starts becoming, like, okay, now it's, like, achievement hunting. Like, now you're trying to figure out what you're missing, um, you know, like, what else you still need to do, how many other stories there are. And none of that's even touching um, 
like the whole modded community that they also have. Um, so there's like a whole like Discord, um, like where they share like a whole bunch of like ideas that they're working on. People are making their own stuff to put into the game. Um, there's like entire like decks that people have made, like of their you know like interactions and and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? Uh, gosh, I think I've probably covered everything that I wanted to, but uh, the only other thing that I think is fantastic is that this is all in pre-release beta. Um, yeah. Like, there, like there's some, you know, alternate endings for, for mysteries that you can't get because they're not created yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when, you know, when the full game comes out with even more things and, you know, there's more uh, content to uh, to play through and more things that you can customize and mod and, and all that, like, it's just going to be even more of what you know, we already enjoy. I feel like uh, the the experience that I have playing that game could easily rival like any other like complete game, and they still have more to go. So I think that's it's it's fantastic, um, and it's also just fun to watch me get really mad at the RNG because <laughs> I'm like walking through and I'm like, oh man, I need a soda, and then you know I've got like a concussion and like you know a, a ripped abdomen and like this and that and this and this like just from trying to get a soda for like a dollar. That's it. <laughs> and then it's like, oh man, I went through like this whole, whole entire mystery and like didn't you know, encounter, you know, an enemy once and then, like, you know, go into the next mystery and, like, that's as soon as, like, I start that one. Then it's, oh, man, well, I got caught on this and now I'm dead. All right, now I gotta start all over again. <laughs> um, I think probably, like, the only other thing that I really love about this is that, um, is the the fact that it's, like, it's old school. So, like, when you die, that's it. Like, you have an option, like, to save uh, your game, but whatever you save it, like, it literally just replays, like, from that one part of the game and that's it. Like, you can't, you know, like, uh, load an earlier save, you can't do any of that stuff. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, when you die, that's it. So, like, you lose that, you know, that specific set of uh, mysteries that you're going through, like, you lose all your process, you, you lose all of that. So it's yeah. like, oh man, I really definitely have to solve this one because if I don't, then I lose everything and I don't have like this combination again. It's like if you happen to, you know, um, roll like a, a a set of mysteries that you actually need, you know, because they're linked and like you have to get this through that and this through that. Um, if you die, you lose that. That's that's it. And there's no guarantee that you'll be able to get that same combination later on. So like there's also like a sense of urgency and, you know, and and urging to play this, you know, smartly because it's, like I said, like, as you get, you know, further in the game, you go through replays, you know, you start realizing, okay, well, if I'm doing this one, then I can get this, so that I can do that one, but if you die, then I'll know. (laughs) (laughs) Am I I actually going to be able to get this again? Like, when will I have the chance to, you know, uh, go through this and and actually play it? So there's, there's that whole aspect to it. It's, it's, it's way more multifaceted than it seems like on the surface. And I love stuff like that, like stuff that seems simple. And then once you get into it, it's like, oh my God, there's like 80 other things that I didn't even think about. And now I must, you know, research all of those things. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, I want to see dog, but raises doom. Yes. It's worth it. (laughs) Always boop dog on nose. Yes. Oh yes, I'll spend like a good three minutes just, boop, 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 boop. and then when he goes away, I'm like, no. 
<laughs> I had that's the only one you could do that too. I know my RNG was terrible at one point. I was playing and they were like, I got a. I think the dog went missing, and then on the TV it said the dentist is using dog teeth, and I was like, no, please, please, <gasps> not this dog. Somebody not else's this dog. dog. That's why the dog left. <laughs> I love that they don't say like you know that the dog like died or whatever. They're just like. It left. <laughs> the the dog left town. <laughs> like the first time I played this, I was like, "Why do I live in this town? Why didn't I also leave town when this stuff started happening?" <laughs> Should have left with the dog. <laughs> yeah, just just take the dog, pack up, and just go somewhere else. But then you can get the instance where it's uh, festival doggo, and, and he's just like, "Hello." <laughs> yeah, and he's got like his. His face little shack, but you can't boop him on the nose. The only one you can boop yeah. on the nose is the one actually in the store. But mm-hmm. it's, it's the trade-off because you can also get the rock there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That it is a, a real it's a real fun game. Like and like they give you that like uh practice sequence where you're like, okay, you understand oh, yes. what this game is, and then you like go do the five five cases and then you're like okay i think i'm understanding like well thank you that that first instance probably won't show oh my gosh it's there <laughs> <laughs> so it's like oh yeah oh no <laughs> oh, that school one just oh, I... <laughs> yeah it always uh i remember sometimes i'd be staring out the window and be like is that important or is it just gonna scare oh okay that's what it does <laughs> yeah <laughs> thinking about uh, that one thing in the school where it's like look outside and I didn't know what was going on I was like oh never doing that again <laughs> like to this day I still don't like doing it like if I accidentally click on it I actually have to hide my eyes I'm on stream I'm just like oh no 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 <laughs> I don't know I'm I'm the I'm the dumb one that's just like yeah hello <laughs> but then I'm also the one that's just like listen here Canna I'm gonna stab your eye <laughs> yes. you deserve it do it yeah but no you got good. us into this with your Doritos Locos looking shirt <laughs> no it's a great game and I happened to just like right before I realized the game was available I was I picked up some Junji Ito books so like I had just read some of those and then um someone was like hey did you see World of Horror I think it's up to your alley and I looked at the art and I was like yeah I need (laughs) (laughs) give (laughs) I saw it at PAX South and then I just looked at the line I'm like there's no way I'm gonna get into Mm -hmm. this and then I was just like but I remember watching one of my friends he was playing it I'm like man this is really cool and I'm like, that's what it's called? Sweet. And then I didn't do what I did when I was at PAX East, which was make a list of games I want to check out. <laughs> so I walked away and immediately forgot what the name was and immediately no. forgot to go back. So I'm just like, oh, man. But then fortunately, like, I heard about it on podcasts and then uh, Rainbow and, and Hot were playing it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that game. <laughs> <laughs> so... I would also uh, just like to uh, vouch for the whole PAX South thing, because that was actually one of the games that I did want to check out, and the entire weekend, that line was, like, solid. Like, they capped mm-hmm. it, like, every single day. It's a sign you got like, game. Well, I mean, here, they're like, well, you could take a picture, like, of the flyer that we normally give out, because we're almost out already, and this Aww. is, like, the first day. And I was like, oh, 
okay, yeah, sure, I'll take a picture. And I went and added it on, on Steam, and then I was like, oh, no, I'm definitely getting this as soon as possible. But, yeah, no, like, everybody <laughs> wanted to play that game. And I could see why. Like, I could totally yes. see why now. But not knowing, I was like, well, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> but hearing about your, your experience with it, it's probably better you played it at home. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yes. So you can dive in real deep. <laughs> so I'll have to go back to the hotel and change my pants. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, man. So, but yeah, the I almost said a different game that's not on my list at all. I haven't even played it. <laughs> World of Horror. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it came up because it was next to it. I'm like, that game looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, World of Horror definitely, definitely a good one. I don't even know how much it is, but yeah, you know, like, if you guys haven't tried it, Wait, you definitely it? should. It's it's not jump scare, which it, like I feel like when most people like. It's not like a, a, like, I'm trying to think of what kind of horror it is, and it's not like, it's not like scary horror, where you're just like, oh my gosh, and like, ang- I guess it, like, in certain instances, wow, words, I do, <laughs> I do podcasts and stream, uh, <laughs> there, there are instances that, like, where, like, the, the anxiety can rise, but it's mm-hmm. just like, I think this game excellently puts out, like, this feeling of just dread. You're just yeah. like, I can't do this, dread. but uh, my, the one stat, I had a stinking leech two, two uh, cases ago that just stole my my ability to be tough and strong. Well, now <laughs> I have to be tough and strong to tell this man to leave me alone. And if I fail, I'm going to lose all reason. <laughs> and it's right. Just like, it's like, uh, it's just this dread and like, just... No. <laughs> it's so many different combinations of, like, game styles. So there's, like, RNG, you know, like, when you're going through and, like, you're trying to, like, explore things or, like, go around the city where you're trying to do your investigation. Like, it's, you know, all different events that, you know, pop up, like, here or there. Um, some of them, you know, like, you have the power to choose. Some of them and just, like, completely up to RNG. Some of them um, depend on what you have in your inventory so, like, you might, you know, pass the skill check or you might pass this item check or you might not if you don't have it or if you don't have enough. Um, and so, like, some of these things are, like, well beyond your control, especially, you know, if you just happen to, like, start, like, this one mystery, you know, before the other one and then you don't have something that you need to, you know, finish that one off or, you know, you might just run into, like, a whole bunch of, like, really strong enemies. And, and then it also depends on uh, which old god you're fighting because that also... Mm-hmm. Um, determines, you know, the first type of effect that you have to deal with. So, like, there's one god um, that you play under where, um, like, you can't escape from combat. So, like, that's not even an option. So, like, then you have to redo your entire strategy because then you have to arm yourself and you have to find, you know, this and that. And and then there's some that are like, oh, well, you know, you have the power to, uh, you know, cre- or learn and, and cast spells, but then it also raises doom. So, like, there's the three different ways that you can die like, in the game anyway, but then there's things that just heavily affect that. So, either, um, you know, like, you you're, like you run out of strength, you know, like, you your health runs out, um, you run out of reason, um, or, you, like, your doom meter reaches 100% before, like, you beat the game. So it's, like, constantly trying to manage those things, being aware of those, and then, you know, like, on top of that, also trying to solve these, and, like, some of these, you know, interactions that you have, or um, events that you 
uh, engage in, like, you already know how they're going to affect you. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. And then also depending, like I said, you know, on whichever, I keep wanting to say Pantheon, and I know that's not right, uh, whichever old god <laughs> that you, you know, you happen to be doing this run under, um, you know, it could be that these things are possible, it could be that they're not possible. And then, you know, you have to decide whether or not you're going to go through the whole thing or not, because, well, it's what, five mysteries and, you know, maybe like a couple minutes a piece? Like, it's a pretty decent amount of uh, time that you spend per run, you know? Are you going to just try to go through and, like, see if there's any possibility, you know, of beating this? Or, um, you know, are you going to just go, okay, well, this isn't working and I'm just going to go ahead and, and refresh? So it's, there's so many things to just consider. It's, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You just said one thing that I completely forgot you could do, which was run away from battles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Realizing yeah. why I never got past the... Well, I have got past the third <laughs> case, but I'm like, why is my... Why is she so hurt? <laughs> and I'm like... But I'm, I'm just sitting there, I'm She's like, I got gone. She's bleeding. Well, let's, let's also be fair of how I play. Like, if there's things that I can eat that don't actually raise any of the meters in a negative way, I'm I'm eating or t taking in that, so lump oh. of flesh, always oh. eating that, always getting the holes <laughs> in my body. <laughs> yeah, but then that also helps in, like, one specific mystery, but Which... I didn't even realize that until, like, I just happened to be playing, like, that, and, like, I ate it because I didn't have anything else because I was broke, <laughs> so I couldn't, like, yeah. go out and buy anything to you know, to raise anything, so I was like, well, I need more strength, and I've got this suspicious piece of meat. <laughs> I guess I'll eat it, and, yep. you know, then it's like, oh, well, then, you know, this, and then I went to this other one, I was like, oh, that actually helps, like, a yeah. lot, okay, well, now I know for next time if I have <laughs> these two mysteries together, if that's even possible, um, but then, yeah. like, I didn't even think about or, or think to mention the fact that you can alter, um, like, your playthroughs at the very beginning, so, like, you, you can either do, like, all randomized, um, so it's it's five mysteries that you choose from. You can do like all randomized mysteries. You can change out um, the deck of events. Um, you can change your main character, which, you know, you get more main characters unlocked as you do like specific achievements. Um, I think it's uh, the, like the, the area itself that you play in or something similar to that. And I believe I saw um, a different mode that he's working on too. So, I mean, there's, like, constantly, like, like different things, like, to, to, to look at and check out. Like, he does um, content updates a couple times a year, I believe. Um, is always very, you know, like, you know, upfront and transparent about stuff that he's working on, um, you know, when it's coming out or when he thinks it's going to come out. Um, it's, it, there's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Guys, if you want to, if you want to check out a pretty... I would say it's probably one of the easier horror games to get into, mm -hmm. like from a, a scary point of view. Like, definitely go, go check that out. It's it's fun. It's not gory. Well, uh, uh, it, it's, got, <laughs> it's it's not super bloody gory, but it's got some disturbing scenes. So, if you like creepy pastas, play this game. <laughs> I'm just. About the eyes. <laughs> like as soon as I said that one line, I just it was like, "There is that part." Yeah. Oh, that other part. Yeah, there's a couple hmm. mysteries that are harder to look at than others. Looking at it as a growing opportunity. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> raise your own personal doom meter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Also, yes, it is currently $14.99 on Steam. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, then. Um, yeah, I guess we'll go on because if you guys didn't know, we all like that game. So that's <laughs> definitely three thumbs up or stars or, I don't know, cheesesteaks, whatever you want to use to rank this that we all like. Three eels up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you think you know what my number one will be? Well, let's see. Will I, will you be right or will I be a disappointment? We'll see. <laughs> um, my number one is, uh, an indie game that I've played multiple times and it's it's just one of these games that I constantly go back to it came out uh, I guess this will tell nope if you know what I'm talking about or not this came out a couple of years ago um, and it's called Night in the Woods um, yeah, Night in the Woods I I played I think like the year it came out. I know I didn't play it as soon as it came out. Oh, okay, she called it, but she didn't write it down, so we're not 100% sure she could be lying. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do talk about this game a lot. Night in the Woods is one of my favorite games of all time. It's pretty much if you guys don't know what Night in the Woods is, it's pretty much you are a, a college dropout that comes back to their small... It, it's based in like small town middle america um where at least it has that feel but it could be really any small dying town because like uh they used to have industry they, they even talk about this where like they used to have industry come in but like since all these different jobs started going down and the and like the the plant that brought all these jobs to keep the town alive closed it's just just dwindling and you come home and you're just kind of reconnecting with like your friends who are just trying to live life and you're just you go through and you're like trying to rekindle these uh friendships like rebuild relationships with your your parents and stuff and like people are like well why'd you drop out of college and like, I, I don't really want to talk about it like and all this stuff so there's like it's a spoiler <laughs> why she she drops out of college but it's um it, it's it deals with a lot of like um I guess aspects of like mental health and just dealing and coping with that from like a multitude of different characters because like the main character that you deal with like uh i'm totally blanking on the main character's name i think it's my but uh like she definitely has her whole thing going on but then there's just oh may thank you uh but then the other characters your friends they have their own things like there's um Greg and Angus, they're they're dating, and they want to move out of um, move out of this town to this other other like closer town that's a little bit better for them, uh, because like um, pretty much they're just uh, the fact that they're dating uh, just gets looked down upon. Not a people like them because it, one of them was known as a trouble troublemaker. Um, but they're like, yeah, no, we can have a better life, better opportunity to do so. That's what we're trying to do. And I believe her name is, is May, but I, I didn't look it up. So, like, but that's their story beat. Then you have another person who is just trying to take over the family business, uh, after, like, um, their dad, her dad is, like, just gone off the deep end. 
And it's like just trying to figure out that. And like you can only choose so many storylines to go down with this. Um, and it's just like no one's okay. But at the same time, there's like with those heavy story bits, there's like this whole like mystery of like you you leave this restaurant with your friends and there's just like an arm just lying in the middle of the street. And they're like what the heck's going on? And it's one of these things where the dialogue is amazing in this game because they're just like, whoa, it's an arm! Cool, what should we do with it? Dude, poke it with a stick! And you're like, what? <laughs> and so you just grab a stick and it's like, you just start poking this arm and it's just like moving back and forth and you're just like, it's like, whoa, gross! And it's just like, I'm like, I'm sitting there and like, these feel like real people because this would, <laughs> like, the, the words that they're saying are words that I would be saying if I was poking an arm, <laughs> a dismembered arm. <laughs> and it's just like, they're all sitting there like, who's walking around without an arm? What's going on? <laughs> and it's, uh, and like, just the dialogue is on point. The music is amazing, which, um, I said she was bringing out a prop. This is my, my main prop, which is actually the record of Night in the Woods, <laughs> <laughs> which I bought after I heard. But yes, if you guys can't see it, they're all animal people. So yeah, you play as a cat. I don't like that CD cover. <laughs> yes. So it's, um, the music is really fun. Uh, and it just, the one of the things about indie games that, like, as I've been playing a whole bunch of them, is that they are really good at picking music that fits the theme of what you're going for. Because mm -hmm. sometimes they don't have the team or money or just talent pool to make a triple A budget thing that can show everything through visuals. So they have a, an art style that they can work with and be creative in, but then the music is what really starts telling you about the mood and the theme of there and it's like you come back in fall pretty much it's like fall and it goes to like winter those seasons so you come back around halloween time and like there's a whole halloween event and there's just music the music just fits the theme as like the seasons change and get colder and as you go into different areas they have this whole like small town like i don't know about anyone here if you guys ever lived in a small town i used to live in mm -hmm. saranac lake new york which is when i play this game reminds me of this town <laughs> and it's uh just really small but it's just like these small little like community things that they all do to like like we're still here we're all together and <laughs> uh like they had the halloween event and there's just this part where all these people backed out from doing the halloween play but your character has watched it so much when they were a kid they're just like her friends are just like can can you just come in and do this and they're like i didn't have the script he's like but you know everyone's like yeah i should let's go do it and like you have to pick you the player who doesn't know the lines just has to take context clues and choose whatever the next <laughs> line is and like there's when that happens there's like no music there's no like there's like I guess like people play it feels like you are putting on a play because uh oh, you're just sitting there <laughs> and like they take out all the in-game music and then all they add is ambient noises of people just like <coughs> oh, <gosh>. and just like <laughs> rustling the chairs or just people moving as you're just doing the play oh. and you're like oh no my gosh this is the worst <laughs> <laughs> but uh it is 
I, I believe it, it's at most 10 to 12 hours, and there's multiple storylines you can go down, and uh, it's, like, it has its main story, but, like, you can go down either Greg, which is one of your friends that, like, was one of your best friends, or the other girl, and I think there's, like, one more character, but I can't remember who they are. Um, that you can go down their story path with. Like, you can mix and match them, but it's like if you just constantly pick one, you get, like, three different instances of their story, and, like, by the last one, it's very much you're like, you're like, oh, man, I feel so sorry for this person. I wish May, the main character, would shut up. Just, you're, every time you talk, you make it worse. Please stop. Oh, jeez. Please stop. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, this dialogue lines no why why'd you say this <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like cool and you're like you feel so sorry for for may's friends because you're like you don't deserve this idiot of a friend who can't talk good <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you can also tell like it, it's very much like college students that are still having their brains developed that are like mm. i think i know what's going on and you're just like no just just shut up <laughs> just listen to shut up <laughs> but, uh it's it's one of my favorite games of all time and i don't know how much it is but it's it's definitely worth playing uh if you want to get into a game that, that has like that fall aesthetic and and stuff it's it's definitely worth worth checking out so it's i, mean, I don't know if anyone else here on the call has played it but it's it's worth it. It's on pretty much everything, I believe, because it's an older game. I know it can't come out on the Switch and and stuff. Um, I I haven't played it, but um, my my really good friend actually um, played it and loved it, and um, asked me to get her some pins from from Pax East of I think it's like the four main characters, or like it was like a four pack look of the characters. So I remember uh, seeing yes. like some of the artwork and like checking it out like at the booth, um, but never actually played it because. Like I said, at the time, like, I, I didn't think it was, like, uh, types of games that I played, because I didn't play, like, a whole lot of indies, um, but, you know, since then, obviously, there's some things that have changed, so, um, that's, it's one of the games that I had to circle back to, so it's definitely on my list to play. Yeah, it's been on my list to play for a long time, I just never got around to it. It, it sounds like the writing and the character yes. types sound kind of familiar to how, like, how Oxenfree was going for too, because they're young adults, and they keep saying things that are probably like why'd you say that you, no that's yeah. not uh. <laughs> yeah. the dialogue is is on point because it, it's there's sometimes you read chat and uh and you're just like not chat but like you read what like i was reading chat <laughs> while i said that <laughs> while like when you read dialogue in a game you're like that's not what a human would say or like what a person would say in that situation like <laughs> the writers do a really good job of like no, like, I I could really see an idiot saying what this person <laughs> is saying. It's like, they don't pull punches. Like, May isn't an intelligent person. But, like, just, like, all the main characters. Not even, like, the main characters. Like, there's, like, a whole, like, side story with the, with your parents. And you're like, oh, my goodness. I feel sorry for her parents because of this idiot child <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh, it, it's like but the, the same thing is like not everything like it's just like she's just this a college-age student that just has trouble communicating and it's like in that lack of ability to communicate 
and and stuff brings one really interesting like dialogue options but at the same time real it seems grounded realistic like thing there's a whole sequence where like there your like friends are like oh man there's gonna be a party in the woods and they're like oh cool let's go out and so she goes into the woods to this party and then meets this ex and they're like oh you're gonna go talk to him like since you're back he's like no i'm not gonna do that and then like the only option you have is to keep drinking and then you get drunk and like you lose control of your character <laughs> and she's like i just want to say to everyone i don't like you or something like that and everyone's like oh okay and then like it's one of those things where there's music playing everyone's like that and it's another one of those things where all music just cuts out like and the only ambient noise is just the fire crackling and just like people like it gives you like everyone's watching me and then like your may is just like and i have one more thing and just pukes in front of everybody <laughs> you're just oh. like you're like oh no and she's like and then her and her drunken like stupor like she's like i'm so sorry and everything and then like uh one of the friends just pretty much blows up on her like just because of her being an idiot and it's like and it's one of those things like at that point you're like why is this person being a, such a jerk to me and then if you go down her story path you're like oh mm, this makes sense and so ah. it's it's uh i don't know it i could talk about it as people can tell a lot <laughs> so it's it's definitely a game worth playing i know me and a friend of mine we were um schedules didn't work out but i think we wanted to play it and both of us voice act the different characters through it um oh, geez. <laughs> so it's 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 a it's a lot of fun there's there's a lot of reading a lot of voices but it's it, it's one of those games where it's fun to talk with everybody and like i just also my brain's like you explained like pretty much all like the traumatic people but there's just like there are a lot of like points where like you do get along with your friends you do get along with the community and there's like a lot of little side stories and side things that like i don't really want to go into because like it's more fun to find and explore them yourself but it's uh there's like a lot of really cool like charm and like little things that i remember playing it like my third or fourth time where i was like oh i didn't even know you could do this and like it's it, it's just a real cool experience of uh just it gives you that small town feel where everyone like everyone knows everyone like there's an old neighbor that's just is next door is like I remember you, you hooligan. You hit my mailbox with the baseball bat, <laughs> and they're just like, and they're like, I, just like, I, I'm not gonna do that anymore. It's like, I know, I have a gun. You're like, are you threatening to shoot me? And it's just oh, like, God. and you're just like, you watch yourself. And it's just like this old person just just stands in their lawn and just yells at like <laughs> the youngins as they cross their their yard. But it's just like you learn a little more. It's like, oh, I think I. Uh, think my character probably deserved that <laughs> so, but it's like uh, it's just i don't know just talking with the people in that game is fun and then it's like you can just over listen to other people like there's a city committee that you can that are constantly out and you can just sit there and just listen to their conversation about how they're just planning for different events or how different things are happening or like what should we do and it's like it I don't know. There's just a lot of neat little things in this game that are fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> 
don't think I knew quite as much about it. Um, but knowing more about it now makes me want to play it even more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just going to we'll stop there because I'm like, well, if I keep talking, I want to go into like spoiler territory. And I was like, I think I kept everything vague <laughs> enough. <laughs> so Before it got dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those games you're like, man, this is really cool. But man, I feel sorry for anyone I talk to. <laughs> 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 yeah. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So yes, you keep mentioning that I brought up props. So my number one indie game, it's been my number one game for a while. It's kind of like, I, it helped me realize how much I actually liked a certain game genre that I used to be really embarrassed about. But then talking to people and like getting to know people, it's, I'm, I embrace it now. So I remember whenever, like, I played Mass Effect. I love the Mass Effect, well, the core series. I didn't really finish Andromeda, but anyway. <laughs> I, um, one of my favorite parts was, like, the talking to people, like you said, getting to know people and figuring out things about them. Mass Effect, like, I've seen it memed about on Twitter, but Mass Effect is, like, a triple A dating sim. Where, yeah, you have all the other shooties and things, <laughs> but, like, a lot of your conversations and things, you have, like, conversation points with people. And you have the path where you could be like, oh, I'm a renegade or I'm a paragon. And then you can eventually, if you talk to people in a certain way, you can date them. And that was the aspect that I was really into. And I didn't realize it until um, I started playing other games. And when I mentioned dating sims, people were like, oh, so you just like to see like anime characters like undress. I'm like, no, 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 that's not what a dating sim has to be. That's, that's just... <laughs> oh, dear. Because <laughs> like if you... If you try to look that up on like Steam, you do get a lot of like cheap free games that cater to that side. But I ended up discovering this game because I really liked the content creator. Well, I still like the content creator, Jesse Cox. He does like a lot of YouTube stuff. I think he's uh, done some Twitch stuff. I first discovered him back when I used to watch a lot of um, uh, Geek and Sundry when like Felicia Day ran it and Will Wheaton was on it doing tabletop stuff and Jesse Cox was featured on it and stuff like that. So I had no idea what this game was. I just happened to be in the indie booth and I was like, I think that's Jesse Cox. I think I should go talk to him. <laughs> so I did the thing that every awkward person does and I walked into a memo and I asked him, are you Jesse Cox? <laughs> and he was like, why, yes, I am. I was like, I'm a big fan. He was like, thanks. And he immediately went, do you want to check out the game I've produced? And I looked at it. And he was like, it's a competitive dating sim for you to play with you and three of your friends. And my boyfriend was with me. He's like, oh, you've caught her attention 100%. And he, like, stepped aside and let, like, the game get explained <laughs> to me. Uh, it's called Monster Prom. So that is the core of it, where it's, like, a dating sim. A lot of it's, like, dialogue heavy. It does have the fun aspect where if you can get a group of fun people together, you can all, like, do voices for the different characters as you make decisions that are not 100% great or as good as they can be, because there are stats attached to it. So you have things like your charisma, uh, your smarts, and things like that. You have a whole bunch of stats on the side that you gain or lose based on decisions you make and how well they turn out for you. There's a cast of characters you can date. There's also a cast of characters that kind of just show up and just mess up the storyline. And then it also has kind of like the world of horror aspect to it where there are items you unlock through multiple playthroughs to unlock new endings that you can't unlock unless you've played through things before already. 
So I just love it. The writing is very fun. Sometimes it's very self-aware and breaks the fourth wall. So it's even funnier as the player when the characters are like, what, are you choosing my destiny for me? Who do you think you are? It's like, oh, oh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so when I met JC Cox and he introduced me to the game, I actually was dressed up in a very like low grade cuphead cosplay. So I had like a long sleeve shirt, gloves, and like a little baseball hat to make it look like cuphead. And he was like, a lot of the concept for as you gain achievements is you get little Polaroids and um, they had a bunch on the table. And he was like, I can sign a Polaroid for you. Which one do you want? And I was like, um, I'm, I'm not picky because I haven't heard of this before. He's like, oh, I have the perfect one for you. Pulls out this for anyone who can't see it. It's uh, all the main <laughs> girls in the game in bikinis. And I just looked at him and he started laughing because <laughs> he knew. <laughs> but he did sign it and signed across the top. And if you can't tell, I also, uh, so this was PAX 2018 when I got this. And then the other two PAX signatures are from 2019 when I met two of the head writers on it. When they had like a little open booth thing. And they, like all of these people were super sweet. I sat and talked with one of the uh, female writers and she was asking me about which events I liked and didn't like. And I mentioned one and she called across the room to the other writer guy and was like, ha, she liked my scene better than yours. And he was just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a, they're great people. They have like constant free updates and things. And it's, it is a lot of reading, but the choices you make are just very funny. It's very entertaining. And there's a whole bunch, uh, like I say in chat, it is a very wild ride. When I tell you it's a dating sim, people don't expect, like, just how ridiculous it can get. And if you've been following me on Twitter at all, you've probably seen that I have some hints that in October, I plan on playing this a uh, couple times in October, and I have cosplays planned for some of the characters in it. So, very excited for that. And it's a very fun game. And I think you can also play it, like, it would still be fun solo, it's just if you want to be able to, like, do voices for all the characters, there are a lot of characters that come up. I think, and most of the uh, the other thing, it's a very inclusive game, which is nice. All the characters can date anybody. They don't see gender. They don't see any of that. You can even go to prom. Uh, oh, and it's called Monster Prom because you're trying to get a date to prom. <laughs> but, uh, and then, yeah, so anybody is, uh, is open to dating anybody. And you can even go to prom by yourself. Uh, there are some cases where you can, uh, based on objects you buy, you can go to prom with that object instead of another person. And I have the DLC so that I added more dateable characters. And then they also have in the works a um, monster camp, I think it's called, which is like Monster Prom 2, where they're going to add more mini games and things to do while still having some of the core characters and introducing new characters. You just gave the option that if I ever play this game, I know what I'm going for. I'm going to bring an object. <laughs> I'm not going to bring another person. I'm like, I'm going to bring a sack of flour or whatever. Bring. <laughs> yeah, but the the characters in it are so great. Like, there was one time we played, and I had this whole, like, discussion with a character. Because it, it has that RNG aspect where you don't know where everything's going. There's this character that everyone agrees, his name is Scott, he's a werewolf, and every time I play with my friends, they're like, he's so wholesome. And I had this whole, like, path with them, and they yelled at me because they were mad because I corrupted him because I introduced him to terrible influences. They're like, no, he's a good boy, Hop, how dare you? 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, I never played it, but I I do remember my only interaction with it is watching you stream it. <laughs> it was, like I I think that was when someone bought like the mystery item or something from the mm -hmm. store, and then like was just like I don't know they got like. It was broken because they got like all of these like random. I don't know. I think they like traded all their stats for money or something, to where they could just end up paying people for interaction or something. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but it's just like I remember they bought something where it just like depleted a stat or something. Yeah, that happens a lot. There's like there was a Christmas update, and like you open up the Christmas gift. And there's a different chances of what you can get. If you open up the Christmas gift and get coal, all your stats are zero. But then, like, it turns oh, into this, yeah, it turns into this really fun time where, like, you're just trying to talk to people. And they're like, you're so dumb. How, why would you say that to me? <laughs> wow. I, I want the coal. <laughs> I'm going to keep resetting the game till I get coal. <laughs> I just, I love the game. Um, if you guys are ever around on Wednesdays in October, I think that's the day I'll probably do it because Wednesdays are when I do kind of like my visual novel kind of thing. And this is kind of in those lines. Then you're welcome to join me to help contribute voices and experience the game. It's very uh, co-op friendly because uh, essentially one person needs to own it and then they can kind of do all the controls and everybody just like watch the stream and say like, oh, I pick up these options and things like that. Yeah, I just remember watching it. It's like a really funny time to watch too, because it's like I don't know. It all it cracks me up when it's just like people who aren't used to doing voices just start cracking up in the middle of doing their voice, <laughs> 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 which is just like I don't know. That happened a few times, so I'm just sitting there just just laughing, <laughs> and people just trying. They're like, I'm gonna do it, but it's like it's an, it's always fun to have people just just go out and do the voice. Yeah, so. and a lot of the things that the characters say also make it very easy for you to break voice because you're just sitting there like, wait, did he really just say that? And sometimes <laughs> I think it's funny because um, some of the dialogue is written where you're sitting there, you're like, there's no way someone would believe this. And the next character goes, there's no way anyone would believe this. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> the game understands. <laughs> they know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are certain characters... Uh, some people I've introduced the game to hate. There's an NPC called the Interdimensional Prince. And the whole time he just comes through and he's like, because uh, the game makes fun of itself and says in the introduction, like, yeah, they're going to prom. But in Monster High School, everyone's over 21. So everything's fine. <laughs> but the Interdimensional <laughs> Prince will come around and be like, I'm here to marry one of you. And I'll just hear an audible sigh as everyone's like, how do we get rid of him? He just gets in the way. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds like a lot of fun, actually. I think I might have to add that on to the rest of the games on the whole. Yeah, it's, it's not Just a game that I think is obvious as an indie game for you to try. Like, it has a lot of... I think unless you have someone introduce it to you that is willing to explore this genre then it gets fun. Like, before this, I did play Hatsufo Boyfriend 100% through. <laughs> that one, if you're not familiar, is uh, Pigeon Boyfriends. I was thinking about doing that after I finished Doki Doki. 
Yeah, that's another uh, popular oh, dating sim. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay, for people I who don't somebody know, play that one. I played Doki Doki for the first time, like, last month, I think it was. And in my normal goofs, I guessed one of the main plot points all because of a voice I gave a character. It's, like, not even canon. It's, like, and you're not even supposed to realize, but it was, like, just the voice I gave this character because of just how they presented themselves. I'm, like, yep, this person's this. Just this full joke, and then everyone, once I got to the end of the game, were like, you don't understand how annoying it was for you to guess the plot point in the first five minutes of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, and it was even more frustrating because you didn't even know. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm working through Stein's Gate, and that's been a trip so far. Uh, that one I can literally only do once a week because my voice hurts afterwards. <laughs> or my throat hurts. <laughs> but it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do really like visual novels and dating sims and things like that. Uh, even if the game is not meant to be a dating sim, I will turn it into that uh, example fire emblem. <laughs> <laughs> they give me the option to date people. It's gonna. It's a dating sim then. <laughs> <laughs> date your students. Uh, oh Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till they're five years older. It's fine. Uh, Dragon Age is another one I've been meaning to get into, but I struggled so much playing the first one in that game. Uh, first, first Dragon Age is tough. Yeah. <laughs> I get up to the same point. And I'm like, how am I supposed to beat this guy that just Jedi Force pushes me around the map? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where he is. <laughs> but yeah, Monster Prom is definitely like a great time, especially with a group. I was able to like. Uh, when, you know, gatherings were more popular, I would just get groups of friends together and we would sit together in the living room and just laugh about all the ridiculousness, come up with voices, and just have a good time. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Also, if, if okay. anyone's interested in it, be mindful. I would generally say it is a game for adults. Some of the theming, some of the topics, some of the uh, imagery. There's no nudity. There's no full nudity, but there's... <laughs> I would not recommend it if you want to play it with uh, a younger crowd. <laughs> I think that was like probably what we would say for most of our games that we mentioned. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. There are some indie games like the ones you guys like, like Sayonara Wild Hearts and Donut County. Very tame. Very like yeah. you can play oh, with yeah. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there are harder up on the list than. Yeah. <laughs> but, we're talking about people who don't know how to interact with kids. I literally called my niece a meatball when I first met her, but she was like one month old. <laughs> I'm like, oh, meatball niece. She looks more human now, so. That's good. Is, yeah, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> I guess good for my brother and his wife, too. Because... Hey, congratulations. I'm not looking like a meatball <laughs> you anymore. You're not raising meatwad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll sit and wait for the story when she's old enough to talk back to you, and you can call her Meatball, and she gets very confused. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm waiting till she has, like, some sort of consciousness so I can show her all the pictures I keep sharing on social media. <laughs> <laughs> it still cracks me up that the first one I made, my brother got in trouble, and he didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, I, I made it, and then I was like, I sent it to him, and he laughed. I'm like... Do you care if I sit, put this on my Instagram or in, in Twitter? Like, since I, like, more people than just who you know will see it. And he's like, yeah, whatever. We share a lot of pictures. I'm like, okay. So I put it up there. 
and then his wife saw it in the middle of a meeting and she was like oh what is this <laughs> and just had to stop the meeting and was like I need to call my husband. <laughs> well. And he got in trouble, and he told me, and I'm like, well, <laughs> have fun <laughs> that conversation. <laughs> so, but yeah. She's a cool kid for someone that can't really communicate and all except for baby talk. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> She's all right, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how, how life goes on. <laughs> So, but yeah, um, well, if you guys didn't know what indie games to buy, you definitely do now. And originally I was going to say there's at least six, but guess what? We also named about, I think, like 30 in total. Yeah. <laughs> it was really neat seeing how, like, varied our list was. Because when I put down, like, Darkest Dungeon and Stardew Valley, I was like, those are really popular games. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there was a few I was thinking, like, while, while, wow, Sionar Wild Hearts, I was like, I think that's, like... Like I had to go with my the two that I know that I'm like, I like. There's no way I could not talk about these, so that was pretty easy. But I was like, yeah, sign our Wild Hearts, and like World of Heart. I'm like, I'm pretty sure like Rainbow's gonna mention them, and then <laughs> and, uh, I was like, and I just sat there and thinking, I'm like, honestly, Hop and I don't really have a lot of overlap in video games unless it's TFT. <laughs> so no, we <laughs> <laughs> like we have over like. Everything else we have overlap in, except for our taste in games. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm I'm gonna just say let's just skip the the over the the overlap because we just named a whole bunch of them, and I know half the ones I mentioned I didn't even write down. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. If you guys want to know a game or a specific game, well. That just means you have to listen to the episode when it comes out on Monday, <laughs> or, <laughs> or rewatch the VOD, whatever one. Um, I also realized uh, we need to roll a dice, a, a D10 for next week's topic. Yes. Um, um, do you want to do that offline, or do you want to do it right now? We can do it right now. Uh, well. Rainbow, does your dice uh, roller thing have different options, or is it just a d20? Um, it was just the whatever came up in, in uh, Google. It was just a d20. Okay. Let's well, see if I can... Here, hang on. Okay, if you can roll a d10, you can have the honor of finding out what our next voted on topic would be. All right, let's do it. Okay, rolling now. As I go find the spreadsheet. Uh, I got a nine. <laughs> you got a nine. Yes. Okay, well, I'm waiting for the sheet to load. And number nine is fast food. <laughs> no, cool. uh, plus one. <laughs> Wait, plus one. Sorry, Saturday morning cartoons. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, we did childhood cartoons. Now we're doing Saturday morning cartoons. We'll probably offline figure out the, what that the means. borders of that. But yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about, so for anyone that doesn't know, um, what goes on now is pretty much right after we finish this is that on our Twitter, which is twitter.com slash pointless disco, uh, we will have a, um, a Twitter, uh, pretty much straw poll thing. I forgot what it's called a Twitter poll and we will have. That versus the topic that lost last week, which was Beatles songs, songs from the Beatles. Um, 
and you guys will have pretty much the next three to four days to go and vote on what topic you want to force us to talk about next um and yeah it's it's pretty much how it goes normally normally the way it goes when it's uh, just hop and i will will normally end the stream with uh, doing quizzes from the internet uh on said topic but we realized that with a with a guest chatting normally goes a little long <laughs> so um which is a okay uh so yeah that would be there um and hop normally has a good closing thing that i i don't know how to sum up so i'll just let <laughs> 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 all right yeah but yeah thank you again for listening to another episode of pointless discourse with us it's always fun to have another guest we'll always have um any uh, links to how you can find us online otherwise uh, like Rainbow said, she's mainly on Twitch, but she's also got Twitter and Instagram. We'll make sure to have those links for you. D-Pain and myself, we also uh, have Twitch, Instagram, and Twitters. And we also have YouTubes. Uh, again, I've been very bad about, but... <laughs> okay. uh, comes in waves. Yeah, it comes in <laughs> waves. Um, if you like listening to uh, the podcast in different formats, uh, we are live with it Saturdays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch on either of our channels you could find us we also do a multi-stream so you can see if both chats are active what's going on we also have are slowly uploading epi full episodes to youtube and then we're on pretty much every p major podcast thing? except itunes <laughs> we're on like preview itunes or something and weird like that if i get some time i'm gonna be like yeah itunes but it's on there <laughs> yeah and then if you have any specific questions about the multitude of indie games any of us have listed feel free to reach out to us in any of those formats we clearly love indie games and would love to share them with everybody so they can all experience how fun they are um as far as all that goes i know d pain and i started asking people if you have feedback for us or if you leave reviews for us or anything like that be sure to like add us let us know if you talk about us in any kind of public way let us know and we'll give you shout outs in the intro to episodes um and you write a review we don't know how to find them so if you could take a screenshot and show us <laughs> that would be great our twitter dms <laughs> are open we messed that up before but they are open now so yeah um we're getting there. <laughs> uh, but Rainbow, definitely, thank you for, for joining uh, and coming on and chatting, chatting video, video games. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we have to say or want to say. Nope. All right. Bye. <laughs>
two nights ago. Man, this one's great. <laughs> I didn't even say what I'm playing. I just wrote, I'm live, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Click now. <laughs> oh, man. How edgy. <laughs> wings. Mm -hmm. I've had wings Which forever. wings? Pigeon wings? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first wing that came to mind. Of all the wings. Like, so, the the way my brain works is like when someone says like words, my brain immediately thinks of it quite literally. So buffalo wings, and I was like, wait, buffalo have wings? Oh no, I don't want to be under them. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, so big. <laughs> it's like if they get tired and just come down, there goes my car. I got a little lima bean of a car. <laughs> See, so it, I'm thinking like the tiny wings, you know, like the comically oh, small ones that yeah, like, like couldn't possibly actually levitate them. <laughs> I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, now my brain was just thinking of like sentient tortilla chips. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, can you like what would be the worst food that could yell at you while you're eating it? I think all. See, that's worse though because I have two bags downstairs. And if anything is yelling, then I'm going to be really creeped out because I'm here by myself. <laughs> hey, how are you going to eat us? Oh no, Jim! Remember me! <laughs> I guess anything, yeah, in groups would be the worst. Because as you eat one, Great. the rest... Oh, oh, for you, if you raisins. They just sing at you until you eat them. <laughs> <laughs> they start dancing. I'm like, no, yeah. stop moving. <laughs> oh dear. It's been a while since that I've seen any of those commercials. What about complex things, though, like like lasagna or like a cake <laughs> that has like a whole bunch of different things, and then you have to bake them in the oven? Isn't that oh, terrible? No. <laughs> a whole chorus like, of screaming in your oven. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> And then, like, say it doesn't turn out the way you, like, wanted, and, like, you're like, oh, this isn't good. It's like, you made me this way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Cronenberg monsters from Rick and Morty. Just make the whole entire planet that and just leave it. So <laughs> let's go somewhere else and start over again. Would that mean, like, anytime you open up the oven, like, once, like, the screams die down, you open up the oven, it's just, like, the first thing you hear is, like... Mommy? Like, oh god, no. No. <laughs> no. Nope, close it back up. We're done. You're, you're not done yet here. Cook some <laughs> Let's just wipe that memory out. <laughs> oh. Yes, gosh. that would make cooking streams much more interesting. Also, probably TOS not friendly. Yeah. Probably not, I'm yeah. assuming. But then again, 